Pitch Bug, a podcast from the South Fulton Institute. I'm your host, Jennifer Bauer-Lyons, the Executive Director. In this episode, we'll be talking to cellist Jen Cornell about her artistry, ongoing projects, and the work she does in the South Fulton community and beyond. Hi there, I'm Jen Cornell. I'm cellist, uh, performer, educator, and composer. Thanks for joining us today, Jen. Um, tell us how you got interested in the cello. Uh, well, my, my grandma was very musical and my parents loved music. And when the opportunity came about in public school for me to play an instrument, I jumped on it. <clears throat> so the orchestra teacher demonstrated the different instruments that were available and said, if you're wanting to play one of these, come sign up after school. And I did. I went into his office and he said, you have cello hands. I don't know if he was really looking at my hands <laughs> or just saying that because he needed cellos. Who knows? But <laughs> I was excited. I went home on the bus and I, I got home and said, I'm going to play cello. <laughs> <laughs> that, is a, that is a great story. So what inspired you to make this your lifelong passion and career like how do how do you go from playing a, you know playing in school to saying hey I want to do this for, well, for my life uh, <laughs> so it's not really something that I felt like was even um a question it's like it tasted good you know so you want more of what tastes good and so I had that little taste and then I just kept wanting more um, so talk a little bit about how you got involved with the Institute. So we've we've had a, a, a relationship with you for quite a few years. And just tell us from your perspective, your story about how you started working with us. Um, I think there was a colleague that connected us, you know, six degrees of separation. And um, I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, I believe one of the first things I did with you guys was some outreach and we were um, placing me at Grady Hospital at the um, cancer ward where people were waiting for their um, radiation treatments to come up. And, you know, that sort of thing is so meaningful to me because I'm, you know, a musician because of, uh, you know, my natural affinity for it. But I think that as a human being, I want to always contribute to the to the world right and hopefully like you know help out any way i can so that was really cool and then um every time that you guys had more opportunities like that i was excited to to be part of it we did big brothers and big sisters mm -hmm. and, and uh and then we've had some really cool shows like during the pandemic we did that show together that was virtual, but it was in a beautiful theater showcasing one of our local Atlanta venues. And the, what was the name of the theater? We were at the, yeah, we were at the Southwest Art Center for that, for that concert, yeah. that virtual concert. It was great. Yeah. <laughs> it was great. And you guys did it, you know, very professionally where, you know, that helps, I think, uh, when people were wanting good concerts, you know? Mm -hmm. It wasn't just on the phone in someone's living room. It was super <laughs> awesome. But so I just look to you guys always to bring 
very elevated opportunities for how I can share my music, whether that's elevated in that it's giving back to the community or elevated in, you know, the class of the situation. But generally speaking, I feel like it's always so community oriented that I was immediately drawn to what you guys do. So one of the projects that I know that we're working on with you right now is part of our filmer program. And you are one of the subjects of our films that's going to be premiered in February of this next year. So talk a little bit about how that process is going and um, just what what it's like for you to, to be the subject of a film. Well, I mean, honestly, <laughs> I don't really think about myself as the subject as much of as um, having it be collaborative. And I was excited when we met with the filmmaker to brainstorm and have um, just that creative process. Uh, again, it's like showcasing different talents that we have right here in Atlanta and um, being creative about how we can, you know, make a, make a film that yes, it is showcasing my music and maybe uh, a little bit about me, but it's more about that collaboration that that's really exciting. That's great. So where can people find you if they want to hear your music and know what you're up to? Where, where can they, where can they go to find you? I try to be everywhere that, that people want to seek out music. Um, so I am on all the major streaming services. I'm on YouTube, um, you know, Amazon music, all that kind of thing. And so my name, Jen Cornell, is a good way to find me on socials or any of those streaming just by typing my name uh, with maybe cello uh, there <clears throat> tagged on. But my personal website and like my handles um, are jencello.com or jencello at jencello. So um, that should be how people can find me and, and enjoy my music and do you have any upcoming live performances um you know I, I don't have a lot coming up that is public what what i've been really getting back into that i'm excited about is how i get to perform at the atlanta airport and that's usually inside the concourses where people have to have um cleared tsa mm -hmm. so, it's hard to invite invite people to those, right? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> um, but whenever I have things coming up, I I do my best to share info on on social. Um, I'm not the best on social, and I fully admit that. But I try. But people people can contact me through my website or socials with messages if they want to check in. But um, my my next. I mean, shows are, are, you know, really based inside the, inside the airport. <laughs> so if you're traveling through the airport, I'll see you. That's great, though. That's such a, a wonderful gift to be able to give people who are traveling. So do you want to talk a little bit about, like, how you approach, um, how you approach music and um, just what your, a little bit about what your process is? I mean, that's such a, it's a broad question, right? I mean... But let me see if I can sort of pinpoint it in a more concise way. So um, most of your listeners probably know music is deeply rooted in dance. 
right? So we have this structure with the sound. So it's not just, you know, ambiguous sound for the most part, even though some artists have explored more in the formless kind of way of art. But so, so music has the structure of pulse, which we create into measures, which are bars and counting with a certain number of beats for, for each phrase. And we have tonalities that, that, that is framed within as well of like tonal centers of do, re, mi, for example. And so the question for me as an artist is within a box, mm-hmm. how can I be creative? Because when you look at all of the tones that are available to us, we have 12 total, right? Mm-hmm. So you have, you have the eight notes of the do, re, mi scale, and then you have all the little flats and sharps potential in between. So I think that for me as an artist, I like to think about how I can have freedom within that structure. So I think more jazz where, for example, I might have structure, but then within it, I will play things differently or create more what's, you know, improvisation. But structure is important, I think, even um, when you're striving to kind of stretch. I'm looking for a balance as an artist and I do that with my approach to the instrument as well. So not only within my compositions and how I want to um, create the songs, but with how I play the cello, because the cello itself is a classical instrument and I'm classically trained. And so there's a structure there too, right? With you know how you create sound on the cello and what kind of sounds you might create. So. What I've done as an artist has allowed myself the freedom to explore the instrument's full potential and the cello. I know I'm biased, but the cello is amazing with not only its range of notes, meaning like how high and low it can go from the low to the high. It has potentially five octaves at its largest span. Um, We don't traditionally play in all those five octaves, but that's huge. That's a huge range. Mm -hmm. And then with, you know, how you can either use the bow to pull the string and create sounds and what that sounds like if you want it more raw and more like a distortion kind of sound, or if you want it more shimmery, like it's more like a flute, you can do those sorts of things with the cello. And, um, you know, I like to push myself that way. So to try to sum it up, I, I, I strive to, you know, stretch boundaries, but then also respect the, the foundation of those boundaries um, and the structure of it. So what, in, what inspires you? Where do you find your inspiration? Uh, hopefully everywhere. <laughs> it's the, greatest, the greatest desire is to be inspired. When I'm not feeling very sure of myself artistically and I feel aimless, sometimes I can um, get sort of anxious about that. You know, it feels addictive to be inspired. It's, it's, um, it's like knowing your sense of purpose as an artist. And so I'm constantly looking for some way to tap into that, that vein of creativity. So, uh, you know, there's lots of great 
other um, are other artists that have written about this process of how you stay um, in the artistic way, the artist's way, for example, as a book. Mm -hmm. uh, Vein of Gold is another by the same author, Julie Cameron. Um, and so I've, you know, subscribed to some of those methods, um, but I think keeping an open mind and an open heart is the way that I strive to, to be inspired. Mm, that's beautiful. I love that. Um, so talk um, a little bit about, before we wrap up, what words of wisdom you have for our listeners. I always like to ask this question of all of our guests and you have free reign on what whatever that means to you, but what words of wisdom would you like to share with our audience? <laughs> well, I have to, I have to giggle at this because it's like, who am I? Am I so wise, right? I'm not sure, but I'm here, <laughs> I'm here with everybody else, right? I'm here with everybody else trying to figure this stuff out. And um, I think that maybe I would speak more towards um, what I think might be an important value for your listeners, as, as opposed to that I think it's so wise. But I think that, um, you know, we are speaking to inspiration. And I think people of all ways of being, you know, ages and what they've chosen to, to be doing if they're, um, you know, in their careers, or if there are young people, I would like to encourage your listeners to um, think of everything being creative because we, I believe we are all truly creative. I hear people say, oh, I couldn't hold a tune or I couldn't do what you do. I have, I don't have a, you know, an iota of musical talent in me or I'm not artistic at all. And so my, quote unquote, words of wisdom mm -hmm. are to encourage your listeners to realize that they are creative beings. I love that, Jen. Thank you so much for joining us for our Spark podcast. And um, we look forward to seeing your film in February and um, continuing to follow you um, on Spotify and the different streaming um, platforms. Thanks so much. Thank you. It was my pleasure. Thank you so much for listening. In the meantime, you can keep up with us on Instagram at South Fulton Institute or visit our website at www.southfultoninstitute.org. We would like to thank our sponsors, the Community Foundation of Greater Atlanta Metropolitan Atlanta Arts Fund, the City of Atlanta Office of Cultural Affairs, the National Endowment for the Arts, the Fulton County Arts and Culture, and Georgia Council for the Arts.